And now we have uh, a keynote address from uh, one who is a Ugandan Afro-optimistic with a natural interest in business, innovation, entrepreneurship, and women empowerment. Her career journey started off in the United Kingdom as a certified chartered accountant. Her career peak while in the United Kingdom was a finance director in the financial service industry in the city of London, working with one of the world's largest hedge funds with US dollar three billion portfolio. This is about 11, billion, 11 trillion Uganda shillings. After this, in 2013, she relocated back to Uganda and transitioned her career into trade development. This was after obtaining a master's in business administration from the Grenoble Graduate School of Businesses in France with a specialization in innovation and technology management. Between 2013 and today, she has worked on business and trade development projects in Uganda worth 360 billion Uganda shillings. She dreams of setting up a venture capital fund to support innovative young Ugandans with seed funding to scale her ideas. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Damali Sali. She's going to be speaking under the topic of women in financial technology, the case of Uganda. Another hand clap as she joins the panel. Thank you. Good morning once again, ladies and gentlemen. It is such a pleasure for me to stand here before you and give the keynote speech at the Women in Fintech Summit. It is my first keynote speech, as Innocent has alluded to. But I do thank you all, and I also thank the previous speakers. I am going to talk about the current status of women in technology, as well as give reasons why it is very important for us to change the status quo. I will further highlight the current challenges that are hindering women's inclusion in financial technology and their full participation, as well as give some recommendations. However, before I do that, I would like to give special thanks to High People and its CEO, Innocent Kawoya, for shining a light on this very important topic of women's inclusion in financial technology. High People has ensured that the discussion around gender inclusion and around the greater inclusion of women in financial technology is not just reduced to a side note, a sound bite, or a by the way, as is usually the case. Instead, High People has made it a point and seen to it that this discussion around women in financial technology is put front and center and at the forefront of the country's national dialogue with this week-long dedication of women in financial technology. I would also like to thank, by extension, High People's Partners, that is uh, Modus Box, uh, Mojalo Foundation, Cross Lake, and ID8. Regarding the current status of women in financial technology, globally, the total investment in the financial technology uh, industry as of 2018 stood at $25 billion. And there were other 1,000 fintechs around the world. In Africa, that investment stood at $600 million with 300 fintechs on the continent. South Africa, Nigeria, and Kenya took the lion's share where they hosted over 70% of the total fintechs on the African continent. For Uganda, we have about 40 indigenous fintechs. 
However, the gender parity and disproportionate involvement of women in financial technology is very dire and it's not very different from the other, in, from the other industries and it, it still does have a long way to go. Globally, women make up 30% of the total work workforce in the fintech industry. Also, women make up just 12% of fintech founders. Women founders of fintechs only attract just 2% of the total capital investment available in venture capital. A global study conducted also showed that 60% of women were unhappy with the products, the fintech solutions and products that were available on the market. Also, financial inclusion, the gender gap in financial inclusion stands at 9% in developing economies such as Uganda. Finally, only 5% of top leadership positions globally in, fintech, uh, in the fintech industry are constituted by women, just 5%. Coming back to Uganda, that, that number stands at 10% of women leaders in uh, fintech positions stands at 10%. This is slightly higher than the global average of 5%. However, it is still a problem because in Uganda, women will make up 50% of the population and therefore we should make up 50% of our representation in the fintech industry or any other industry. I am going to give you three compelling reasons why it is in fact important to have our representation in the fintech industry go up from the current 10% in Uganda to at least 50%. Increasing the, increasing the number of women involved in the conceptualization, design, development, and marketing of fintech solutions is profitable, and that is a fact. A McKinsey study indicated that companies that balanced and had an inclusive workforce had a 33% more likely to have a better than average profits. Also, a study by the Boston Consulting Group showed that teams that had a senior management leadership that was balanced and inclusive were more innovative and had 19% higher profits than their competitors. So for Uganda, if fintechs in Uganda are going to conceptualize, design, and bring to the market fintech solutions that are representative of the Ugandan population, they must increase the number of women who are involved in the development of fintech solutions from the current 10% to at least 50% in senior management positions. My conclusion on this point is that having more women involved in fintech is not only the right thing to do, but most importantly, it is the smart thing to do and the profitable thing to do. Second reason why we should have actually women uh, more involved in the fintech industry is that inclusive economies are sustainable and they are growth economy. This is also a fact. The International Monetary Fund reported that uh, closing the gender gap can uh, increase the gross domestic product of a country from 37%, at least by at least 37%. In Uganda, the Bank of Uganda in 2018 indicated that uh, informal cross-border trade brought in about $595 million alone, and we had a trade surplus. Did you know that 70% of the people involved in informal cross-border trade are women? 
and these women traders need access to affordable fintech solutions that can catalyze their business. This segment alone offers Ugandan, the Ugandan fintech industry a lucrative and ready market for innovative fintech solutions that can deal with finance access, credit access, and the ease of logistics. When a woman has a higher disposable income, she spends 60% of that money reinvesting it back in her business and 40% of that looking after her kids and her family. Therefore, it makes economic sense that a sustainable economy must have and prioritize solutions that increase a woman's disposable income. And this is where the Ugandan fintech companies can, in fact, come in and solve that problem. Finally, the third point is that uh, business in, women in business and entrepreneurship is an untapped market segment. Globally, women own 40% of all businesses. However, women entrepreneurs attract just below 30% of all access to finance. In Uganda, our women entrepreneurs stand at 48%. That is above the global average. We are very entrepreneurial. However, Ugandan women entrepreneurs continue to receive only a fraction of the total finance and capital available for micro, small, and medium-sized enterprises. Bank lending is dominated by the corporate sector and typically excludes those who are outside the formal sector, and that is usually women. Therefore, it is a business opportunity for fintech companies to innovate products and solutions that can tap into this underserved market segment of Ugandan women entrepreneurs. This can be done profitably if the number of women involved in the conceptualization, design, and development of fintech solutions increases to at least 50%. There are still several challenges that affect women's in involvement in uh, financial technology, some of which I've alluded to, that is very low representation. But the other factor is the limited affordability. The solutions on the market are very expensive. They require one to, have a, to download an app, which is expensive. They require one to have a smartphone, which is expensive. The people at the bottom of the period cannot afford that. The other one is accessibility. The products available require one to have internet access. We have very low internet penetration. That's not something that is easily accessible for people at the bottom of the pyramid. Therefore, we need to develop fintech solutions that can use a feature phone and therefore can be accessed by anyone uh, in Uganda. There are also very stringent regulations around the Know Your Customer and the National ID platform has not necessarily been fully embraced and it should. My, um, as I end, my recommendations included number one, uh, I think Hype people is already doing that. They've already involved women in the conceptualization design of fintech solutions with this hackathon and I hope they continue to do so because this will give us a pipeline of solutions that are actually truly representative of the population. I would also urge the fintech industry as a whole to ensure that they employ women in their senior management teams so that they have innovative and balanced uh, teams. This is not just the right thing to do but it is most importantly the profitable thing to do. Uh, in terms of regulation, uh, we recently passed, Uganda recently passed the National Payments uh, Systems Act 2020, and this needs to be assessed and dissected to see that, in fact, these um, re regulations and the environment that they will recreate is um, inclusive and it will further promote uh, gender inclusion. Thank you so much.